Thanks for listening to the Jerry Metcalf podcast, where top real estate agents tell how they do it. This podcast is to share knowledge for realtors and raise awareness for Give Back Homes, where real estate professionals work together for social good. Jet Centers Aviation, Bentley Atlanta, Legends Global, thank you for your sponsorship. So we are talking today with Rob Curtin. He is the owner of Peninsula Sotheby's in Australia, who has over 50% of his of the market share in Melbourne. So Rob, we're going to go through it, just kind of get the big picture of you and um, how you've gotten where you are. And I'd love to know, what is your biggest mistake or failure as a realtor, and how did you overcome it? Oh, look, I don't think there's any, any particular one one um, example, Jerry. I think, think when you um, in going um, in my own business is probably the most you know, challenging um, at 23 years of age. I think we talked about before, you, you learn, you're thrown into the deep end that mm-hmm. you know how to listen to sell houses, but there's, there's a lot behind running a business, which I, I didn't understand, hadn't had the training, hadn't had the experience, et cetera, et cetera. You know, funding your advertising. People didn't pay their advertising up front like they do today. Um, and I think just not understanding the business principles of running a, a, a commercial business, let alone, you know, listing and selling houses. So, you know, having a partner and, and a stress of running a, an operation is probably my biggest failure and one of the reasons that um, I end up leaving real estate because it just became... Um, too confrontational with a, with a partner over running a business that, which was doing very well, but it was we were in the, the most prestigious and expensive real estate in Melbourne in Turak, um, and you know a new agency. Although um, it was successful, but I was doing the majority of the work, so I went into a partnership where, and I'm sure I'm not the only real estate agent that, that will experience this. You know, one person is doing more more work than the other, and, and that that led to a breakdown and ultimately leaving not only that business but uh, the industry for, for nearly 12 years so that would be my greatest mistake but um, what came out of that was the opportunity to work outside of, of real estate which gave me um, you know, a great insight to, to commercial business at a, at a very high level uh, marketing um, with some of the, you know, the world's best marketers and, and, and learning about you know, innovation which we which is Exactly. Company that is definitely at one of the forefronts of the industry is is been just wonderful. Um, I get to use my innovation, and I also get to to benefit from those that are coming out of the states and seeing um, seeing how we can adapt those to our markets. A lot of the stuff doesn't is not relevant in our marketplace here, but a lot of a lot of it is. And uh, at the end of the day, we're all salespeople, and we all this real estate, and we we all sell them, and it's perfect transaction, which my father told me, you know, thirty odd years ago, was when you can have a happy, happy seller and a happy buyer at the at the end of the at, at the end of the transaction. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the Sotheby's the Sotheby's brand has been fantastic for, for me and a great a great asset to exactly. To, well, it's yeah, it's kind of we go through challenges moving forward. And we're not sure why it's happening and what we're going through, and looking backwards, that's when you can connect the dots. I think that's a 
a, a mini version of a quote from Steve Jobs or my own, my own um, summarized version of it. So what are you most proud of and what is, and I think you've kind of talked about that already, but I'd love to hear specifically from you. What's kind of your, or what is your greatest success or what are you most proud of as a realtor and a broker? Oh, I think now today, you know, look, it's, 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 it's current for me, which is fantastic. It's, you know, I'm, I'm glad it's current and not looking back in the revision mirror, you just get a sore neck, but, um, taking on, taking on the Sotheby's leaving, you know, the firm that I work for down here, um, in our, in our marketplace, um, starting Sotheby's from fresh, from, you know, from absolute standing start, taking on two established, that had not market share for over 40 years, um, and within, you know, 12 months, um, becoming the number one agent. And today, as I said, our agency has over 50% market share in those two agencies that, you know, had 90% have less than 30% among the two of them. So, you know, we've not only pushed them aside, um, we've also, you know, allowed other agents to come in as well, which is all good, healthy competition and great for the marketplace. But mm-hmm. just to have a great team that, that all work together and, and um, you know, we don't, you know, we... I think staff is when you're running an office is the most important. You need the best, you need the best salespeople, and they need to be paid well, and they need to to have a good environment to work to work in. And I think you know we we offer that at our business versus you know uh, a traditional agency that just expects salespeople to go out and fend for themselves. And if they're no good, they they push them aside and and, and look for look for the next one. But yeah, I'm very proud of the team that. That I work with, and um, and I think the marketplace generally can see can see that um, united front um, across across all aspects of our listing and selling. Wow! Yeah, it's, it's well, you you really you really stand out from the rest in what you do, and it's clear it's clear. And when I've met you and seen your work, and it's clear and listened to you talk about business. And what are you most excited about moving forward in business and in real estate? Sorry, excited about what are you? What are you most excited about? Is there anything you're excited about? Any new projects you're working on, or the next? What's your vision moving forward for your business? Yeah, well, we're, well I was hoping to do it this year. Unfortunately, we just couldn't. As a, as a, we're sort of at the southern end of the peninsula, and there's another um, part of the peninsula on the coast called Flinders, um, which is a little bit more rural um, than than sort of the, the area we're in. It's a, it's it's not too far away. It's about 45 minutes drive, and we're, we've got currently the most expensive listing online at the moment. Um, oh, and where that is area, mm-hmm. That's uh, $20 million odd dollars, and we've also got one closing today, funny enough, that we're talking at 5 o'clock tonight, which is an $8 million um, 100-acre farm right on the ocean um, in Flinders. So we've got two significant homes out there at the moment, and we'll, we'll be opening an office there in, uh, in February next year. So that's, that's my... Um, uh, Next adventure, opening up a second office. That's again dominated by two agencies, the same two agencies that dominated our area um, here for over 50 years. They've got offices over there as well. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to um, repeating our adventure. Um, it's exciting. Over, over that's huge. Finger. So that's exciting. I'm not sure they're very excited about it, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. I bet they're not. And that's the that's the agency <laughs> you started with at 18 years old. Is yeah, that right? I, well, not no. That's oh, not, so, okay. no, not not the eight of eighteen, but I did go into that that one after before joining, uh, just before starting my own business. I did work for that company uh, for a short period of time in Melbourne, um, and then 
did about a year there before I started my own business. And then I, in 2010, came back to that same company, um, although down here in their um, peninsula office, um, and worked for them just to reinvent myself because, you know, as you know, with networking, it's very important. Everyone knew me as uh, in Melbourne as a casino guy, but no one really remembered that I was in real estate. So I, I did have to go back and, and do my apprenticeship for a couple of years under there banner and get my name out there and, and mm-hmm. that's when the Sotheby's opportunity presented itself and um, uh, grabbed it with both hands and, and, and jumped. So, yeah, um, I think they're probably um, sad to see me go but I'm, I'm, I was very happy to leave exciting. and looking forward yeah. to uh, taking them on again over in Flinders. Wow. So I've got a few more questions for you um, as, as we're – as we finalize and we're getting into this, I just want to love to know is as you've gotten into business, what has been, you got in, you know, you get into real estate. A lot of people get into this business, having one mind, having one mindset or understanding of how they think things should be done. And as you get into it, you'll have a shift in, in, in how you see things. What's any, what are any shifts and paradigms you've had recently or in business in general on how real how everybody thinks it works and how it really works? And being successful. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a really it's a, a really good question you ask. It's um, you know, I, I was I was taught you know in the early days try and um, try and get a team around you that don't actually have uh, a set in their ways with 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 real estate. Trying to trying to um, work with someone who's been in the business a long time is is hard for them to see new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do like dealing with people that uh, that haven't necessarily got a real estate background because they do bring bring fresh ideas um look at the end of the day i I just think it's back down to enthusiasm you've got to have the energy if you don't have the energy to reply to people's emails quickly you know there's no excuses today with you know people demand um responses so quickly you know their emails and internet all the different apps that you know we all face every day i mean the the, the amount of, of, of information overload that we as agents have to deal with with you know buyer inquiry coming from so many different mediums mm-hmm. around globally too you know we, we being an international agency we're handling you know inquiries a lot of them are just absolute time wasters but you, you still have to get back to them because they might have something to sell so it's just having that enthusiasm and creating you know space for your team to still have a life outside of real estate but mm-hmm. you know i'm sure you appreciate it more than anything this is this is a 24 hour a day business so you just yes, it, is. it doesn't really matter where people come from and what professions that they've done previously it's just that they've got the energy and the enthusiasm when they do take on a role as a salesperson so um, true and, and I, so I, well said yeah yeah just to just to be able to pick that phone up um and i'm guilty of it i, I, I probably do as i say don't do as i do but my phone is never down i'm always you know it's because i'm looking at it 24 7 and uh replying to people's emails and i don't know how you do it but exactly exactly the same way i think we've you've either got to if i'm not doing it i've got to have somebody else doing it for me because if i'm not responding somebody else is and then some other and there's another agent and not to be in the it's not a it's not a mentality of lack it's a mentality of abundance because there's so much out there and i want to get every bit of it i can Um, yeah absolutely and there's a fine line i suppose with 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 that and i've seen this with a number of successful real estate agents you know, where's the line drawn between having someone else do it and having yourself do it? If it's a general inquiry and it's coming as a, as a sort of a standard response with, with with your name on it, then that's fine. But, you know, I hear a lot from because we deal with a lot of clients down at, 
our end who where their houses aren't their primary residence they've got more more wealth um, you know larger investments in, in in Melbourne they deal with a successful real estate day town but they feel that that real estate agents lost touch because they've got too busy and their PA is mm-hmm. the house and exactly you know I'm a lister and I know you are too you know when mm-hmm. you're a successful listing agent you, there's only so many hours of the day that you can send it open so you're going to run out of da- daylight so you need you need your team to to be able to step in and 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 handle those inspections, but where does that seller feel like that he's been handballed to another agent? You know, it's a, a very fine line between between just being busy and trying to get as much of it as you can. You're and, exactly. And how do you handle that? I'm sure anybody uh, well, listening is thinking about how do you? Because I've got lots of strategies, well, think, but what's your? Yeah, I think a lot of it. And this, this, you know, again, this is this, this, this is just the whole business. It's all about communication. You, you need to inform your seller or your buyer that you won't be attending it. Instead of them expecting you and your, or your PA or EA or salesperson to turn up, they need to know um, that this person's now handling the property because we think that that person's the best person to get it sold or they're dealing with with a buyer, we think. So mm-hmm. there's no surprises where they don't feel like they've been handled. But, you know, what I try and do now is instead of spending the 45 minutes at the open, I'll spend 15 minutes at the open while one of the other team members is there doing the whole 45 and then I'll get 15 mm-hmm. minutes at another one. So at least I, I can hand on heart tell my client that I've been at the open for inspection. I might have been there for the whole 45, but I was at least there for 15 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just well, it's, that, as, it's that constant communication too, I think, that you're talking about is just making sure that you're in front of them and talking to them and that you know setting and setting expectations up front on how it's done and how you have people who specialize and are experts as opposed to someone who's spreading yourself thin and not not um able to handle their business the way it needs to be conducted and handled which you're so good at yeah that's exactly right and sometimes you have to say no and that's that's hard when we're, we're trained in our and our, you know, our whole makeup is to get people to say yes. It's, um, it's pretty hard to say to someone, listen, I, I just can't fit you in it. I just can't handle your property at the moment. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and um, it's, it's probably better than, than giving it to, you know. Well, I think you're in a position not many people are in is, is being able to, it's hard to say no, but being able to say no. So um, I'd love to know, what is the one thing that you, anybody in our, in our business listening to this that's successful and wants to be that much more successful or that's thinking about getting into the business or, or, or newer in the business, what's, what's the one thing that you would say to take, they, you would want them to take away from this interview? Oh, look, <laughs> uh, look we're, we're all, Just we're, one. All we're, all, we're all different people, but look, yeah. I, I play, I play it, you know, what you see and what you, you hear from me is what you get, you know, it's just a straight answer, you know, I tell my clients straight up, you know, there's no, there's no false promises, it's, it's, if the house is no good and it needs, something needs to be done to it, we'll, we'll sell it, there's, there's no fluff. You just, mm-hmm. just tell people, be straight with them, be very transparent um, about who you are and, and how you operate. And I think people will respect That's it. That's great advice. This industry this industry has been around for a long time, longer than and it's been, you know, it'll, it'll continue. It'll continue. Uh, it's just, a, it's all about service. You know, we're not, when all we're doing, we're not selling, you know, you can't buy that Holden or that Ford down, down the road, the same car down the road. What we do is we represent people. And I think if you just you just tell people the way it is, you tell buyers straight, you don't, you know, 
there's so many stories, as you know, in this business where someone will tell you at a cocktail party that this agent did the wrong thing and, you know, sold them one thing and sold it to someone else and didn't get back to them. And, you know, I think if you just play it a straight bat all the time, um, then there's no, you'll know what you've said because you haven't, you know, told a mistruth or told something, exaggerated something or told a lie. I mean, you know, I've got agents down here that for other firms that can't even keep up with the lies that they tell people. And, um, you know, that's just, you're going to be short-lived in this business when you, when you, you think you're playing a game. The only person you're playing the game with is, is, is yourself. You just keep it straight, and um, people will appreciate it. it. Does take you know? It's obviously a hard business to crack into because you know people need to build. You need to build trust with people. You need to build your name, and that's that's the challenge for people today. It's there's it's, so many agents out there. And, it's and, so true. Uh, but, you know. It's so you know the the longer you do this, the better you get, and the more you just realize there's the the temptation of the competition in Atlanta. I think there's more than seventeen thousand real estate agents, and I'm not sure we sell that many houses a year, and it's it can be tempting to tell them what they want to hear, but it's a disservice to them. And they and and they read through that authenticity. So as we it's, so we're going to cl- as we close out here, just let everybody know what um what is the best way to reach you. Give us your website and your contact information. Yeah, just on the, on the, through the Sotheby's International website, um, sir.com, and then just um, look up Peninsula Sotheby's in in uh, Melbourne, North Melbourne, Victoria, and and my um, my contact details and email addresses there, Jerry. And if anyone wants to send me an email, I'm uh, happy to respond. Great. Well, thanks so me. much. That'll be me. It won't be my PA. <laughs> that's all right that's all right if once it's a bit once it's a big listing you'll be there for the appointment rob thanks so much for um talking with us everybody please remember rob when you if you've got any business in australia anywhere in australia he can refer you to the right agent especially in melbourne and uh, we appreciate you talking to us in this interview no no trouble jerry and you keep up the good work over there and um, look forward to um, seeing you on instagram and at the next Sotheby's. um networking function oh and you as well